are now listening to the NYYST Podcast. Welcome back. This is episode 194 of the NYYST podcast. I am your host, Christian, and I'm joined by my co-host, Chris. Yo! And I don't know. Where is he? He's bro? running Seriously. behind, dude. You got to get, you got to cut him some slack. Bro, okay. Had you had technical difficulties, difficulties for almost a half hour and he's still not here. Dude. I mean, he, and he lives down the road, but you got to cut him some slack. And not to mention, we've we've actually given him 24 hours plus a half hour because we're recording Monday night instead of Sunday. And it sucks so too. Guy, it, it sucks because we got a, a special a special guest, and he's doing this in game, right? So, of course, Ryan's not here. But we one of these days before uh, Guardy signs off for good, uh, we're going to get Ryan and Guardy in the same room together. Oh, absolutely. The yes. Yankees are playing uh, in Buffalo right now. They're down nine to one. Uh, it's not looking good for the Yankees to, uh, you know, possibly win this game. But Guardy's going to join us in game right now. Uh, Guardy, how you doing, buddy? Oh, hey guys. Oh, look, we got to be a little bit quiet. Booney's up the other end of the dugout. He doesn't know I'm doing this. Oh, this is on. This is on the down low. Yeah, don't don't say anything. I'm gonna get in trouble. I don't. Uh, I won't say DL. I know that's. That's not accepted anymore. Yeah, we don't say that term no more. What's up, Guardy? You what's I'm going on in this game? Can you can you at not. least break down this game right now? We got a oh, nine man. nine one deficit. Well, look, sometimes we're gonna go out there. We're gonna pull put a little clunker. I mean, we got three hits or six here or five innings. Uh oh boy, Judge. Oh, that was a little bit low, Blue. All right. Well, I mean, look, I mean, we got we we're we're competing and uh, game's not over here yet, guys. We still got time. Guardy, you son of a bitch. You, you stuck a clunker out there on Sunday, too, bro. Now this is two in a row? Uh, Well, man, you know, look, guys. I mean, we just want 10 in a row for you. What more you want? Wow. And then you went, yeah, that preceded 5 and 15. So, I mean, you want to uh, keep going down this road, Guardy? Well, look, I mean. I mean, serious. Well, let's let's not forget that we did clinch a playoff spot. And uh, that's the main goal here is to get there. And uh, once we're there, we're in. And uh, But, Guardy, now that you've clinched, because it, uh, yeah. it does seem like. You know, you guys clinch, and now it's it's almost like you don't you guys don't care right now. Do you do you change the way you play the game, uh, Chris? If uh, it sounds like you're asking me if we're still playing hard out there, and you know the answers, we're playing hard, always, always oh, playing. Guardy, always Guardy, play welcome hard. to the land of two hundred, bro. It only took you what till uh, the end of September to get your average over two hundred. All right, thanks for that one, Christian. I'll see you're in good mood, or not. <laughs> And I mean, you got you got the balls to tell people you want to play next year. I'm coming back next year, guys. You know, Guardy, we were just talking about it before. Not on this, not on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'll be on a uh, uh, San Diego uh, sports talk down there with the Padres or something. We were just talking about it before. Since Clint Frazier has really solidified himself as an everyday uh, player now, the Yankees have really no risk right now of re-signing you, so you can get the proper goodbye, hoping that fans mm-hmm. are in the stadium next year. Do you hope you get that? Do you still think that it's even possible that you could outplay and outbid uh, proper, Clint Frazier? Proper goodbye, Chris. I, 
I mean, who, who's who's to say next year's going to be my last, Chris? I, I could be here another few more years, so I'm not even going to think about that. I'm not going to think about 2021 until we get through 2020 here. And, uh, you know, we got a season to, to focus on here, Chris, and uh, I'm not really worried about where I'm going to play next year because right now I'm docking the print pinstripes. So, you know, that's all that matters right Marty, now. And you put me on that. Honestly, I don't, really, I don't really care what you do next year, to be honest with you. Uh, you're uh, lucky that Mike Talkman sucks because now it's what now? possible you yeah, you heard me. You're lucky that Mike Talkman sucks uh, because um, now maybe there's a chance for you to be a fourth outfielder next year. But I really don't care about 2021. I just I talked to Chris and we decided to bring you on today because we want to know why you're stealing shit from Clint Frazier. He took your job and now you're going to rob his turtlenecks. Well, that's what, damn, what's that about? Uh, hey, you're going to steal something from me. I'm going to steal something from me from you. You take my job over there in left field. I'm taking that turtleneck. J- uh, Guardy, did you have any concern with covid? When you, when you when you took the the turtleneck, weren't you concerned with COVID? I mean, uh, no, I mean, look, hey, if I was concerned, I probably would have taken his mask too, right? That's true. <laughs> Which I might actually do. They might confuse me for, uh, you know, they call him Red Thunder. With my bald head, you gonna start calling me Grease Lightning? What do you use to shave that head, by the way? Because this this Guardy report is. Brought to you by uh, Manscaped. If you head to manscaped.com, you use promo code MIYST20, you save 20% off, and you get free shipping. Uh, do you use the Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 for your head? Because you get a t- you get a tight shave. You know, it, it's tough when you're off the farm over there in Holly Hill. You miss the lawnmower, but having this thing here, I, I mow down my head, and it's like I feel like I'm right back home. You know, so it's uh, you know, it's it, it helps for uh for when I'm homesick. I'll just I'll just pull out my Manscaped um, lawnmower razor and I and I and I pop it on my head. I love it. Oh God, guys, this is uh. This is a rough night for me. Christian really doesn't seem to care much about Jay. Yeah, and no, because I'm paying attention to the team more than Guardi is. Guardi, that was a one, two, three, sixth inning. Uh, I don't think Booney's too happy with you doing the interview, so we're going to let you go. All right, guys, I'll see how it is. Uh, listen, we got only a couple. What, what? How many games left we got, guys? I After think tonight we, you have six games left. Six games. Oh, and Sack I Red just showed up, too, so that's good. Oh. oh. All right, well, well, maybe I should stay for him. No, I got to go. Guys, oh, the inning just ended. Guys, I'm going back out there. Take it easy. Later, Guardy. All right, Guardy Report brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision precision engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Head to manscaped.com. Use promo code MIYST20. Get 20% off and free shipping. That's manscaped.com, M-I-Y-S-T-20, for 20% off your entire order and free shipping. Look for that lawnmower 3.0. Your balls will thank you. So, Ry, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Sorry. I was like, the traffic was brutal Traffic. You went right up. You come from down the road. Yeah. Yeah. were you using your manscape? Is that why you were late? Yeah, actually, I didn't. I just didn't want to admit it. Ryan's got a Ryan's got a cute date tonight. I do. After the pod, I had to freshen up, and it's so quick and easy that I I just I I wanted to get it done tonight. I hope you use the crop preserver too. I absolutely use. I actually that's why I'm late. I was done, you know, manscaping about an hour ago. But for the past hour, I've just been dazzling and dabbling over there with that. Uh, <laughs> what'd you call it? With the lawnmower the, 3.0. Right, the lawnmower 3.0, yeah. Listen. Quality product. If you guys if you guys want us to do more in-game Guardy reports, 
head over to iTunes. If you listen to us on iTunes, leave us a five-star rating and review. Let us know. And also let us know what you think of uh, of the Yankees clinching a berth and, and what it's going to mean to not play these these games at home. What is it? Outside of the first round, they... Uh, after the first round, it's it's going to be in the bubble, right? It's in a, it's in a bubble. What kind of bubble are we talking? Because I haven't, I've been all over the place. It was my wife's thirty first birthday. Happy birthday to my amazing wife, Happy birthday. who was pregnant for her thirtieth. So we threw our huge uh, weekend away in the Poconos with a bunch of us. Christian couldn't make it because he pulled a stack guy rye, but stack guy rye was there, hmm. and we drank. And I pulled. Uh, I have a four month old that I can't leave with anybody because she wakes up nine times in the middle of the night. Uh, screaming. Yeah, I that's know what that's I, like. Uh, I know what it's like, man. Okay. It's not easy. But happy birthday to my wife. Happy. Yeah, I mean, she won't listen because now we're going to say nice things about her. But if we call her. Uh, what do you want? I, I was going to say something, but I don't think I should say. No, it, you right? shouldn't. And and uh, I'm going to be honest with you, Jack, my three year old son, Jack. He looked at my wife yesterday. And they were fighting over something, like joking around. And he goes, well, you're a whore. Yeah. Called my wife a whore. Called his own mother a whore. Called his own mother a whore. He's only three. This is not a joke. Well, you know what? He knows who she's been sleeping with. So (laughs) Wow. Wow. And uh, I guess at that point, as a a responsible parent, you got to kind of hide the laugh a little because it was pretty funny. But uh, you also got to let him know that you can't call your mother a whore. And uh, um, now he won't say it ever again. Mommy, use a whore. I just want to know where he heard it from. Hmm. You, you know? Definitely. Is someone calling my wife a whore behind her back and Jack thinks that's like a good thing? Daddy, the guy at the grocery store called mommy a whore today. Well, my, my other daughter, my eight-year-old Leah, she tells me all the guys that flirt with my wife. Like She'll be like, oh, mommy, that's the gas station where the guy flirts with you. You know, so maybe Jack's starting to pick up on these things now. Oh, maybe your wife shouldn't be hitting on guys at the gas station. Also agree. I think I think everyone's to blame here. I don't you know, think you can I'm point retra- fingers. I'm retracting the happy birthday, Meg. I mean, like you're hitting up buying guys at the Exxon. That's not really it's cool. not okay. And the Dunkin' Donuts, apparently. Okay. Is it at the Dunkin' Donuts Exxon combo? Or no. Exxon and, oh, it's two, a, two different spots. Correct. Oh, jeez. And you and you threw this amazing getaway weekend for her, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get some gas and some donuts, and I'm gonna scheme on dudes on the way." Correct. Can I tell a quick story before we get into things? I got. But we can't. But we can't have road hose, right? No road hose. <laughs> um, I got to tell this story. It's it's a serious story, but I got to tell it because it was just wild. Sedious? It's, it's serious. Um, so it's Saturday night going into Sunday. Sunday's when we're all checking out and it's about 6 15 in the morning and I wake up to this massive explosion in the Poconos and the entire house is rattling and I'm like what I'm the definitely f- glad I didn't go dude I was like what the fuck was that I go running out I thought like something blew up in the backyard nothing was there you, you start hearing a million firefighters and, and cops going by turns out we a couple a few hours later we tracked down some of the some of the um fire trucks and we get to the we get to the destination and the house about a mile away is completely demolished 
And then when the article came out, we found it. We were in Hawley, PA. Um, this lady just had her 500-gallon propane tank filled. And oh the company who filled it, it's under investigation. Um, something leaked and it fucking blew up while she was sleeping. Thankfully, she was, she was uh, airlifted to the nearest hospital with third degree burns, which, but thankfully she, she was alive, but it was one of the craziest things ever. Um, and I just wanted to uh, give her a shout out and hope, hope that she's recovering because that was just absolutely insane that we were a mile away and felt it. I couldn't imagine I'd be right back. I couldn't imagine being in that home and surviving that. I slept through it. Well, you guys, you and, and a few of our other friends slept in the basement, which was a game room, which was fucking incredible. Yeah. Right. First of all, Ryan is the greatest uh, guitar hero player of all time. They had an Very arcade good. guitar hero. And then we played picked ping it pong. up like a riding a yeah, bike too. Riding a bike. Play he played on expert. I was on easy. It still got killed. Yeah. And then we played ping pong, which we are by far. We're definitely better than average ping pong players. We're a good brother tandem. We're a good brother tandem, but no yeah, one well, else. We're above average. No one else could even come sure. close to us. We no. were playing crazy tournaments. I only beat you three times out of like fifty games, yes. but those three games meant the most because we were in a right. serious. I didn't tournament. want to lose that best of seven. Because then I would have said I was better than you. Right. I know. I know. Um, but anyway, Ryan didn't feel it. He was in the bomb shelter bunker. Yeah. Down there. Know. But I just I had to tell I mean it's just a crazy story. You mean to tell me that uh somebody blew up a house but they weren't digging a pond and hit a gas line? Well listen, listen. <laughs> we were the night before is when you texted us that tweet that someone was trying to send uh, or no, I saw it on Twitter, I guess. Someone was trying to send the president a package of rice in, and you tweet retweeted it with the Walter White stuff. Mm-hmm. Like what do we have? A Walter White MO going on. And then we all thought maybe it was a fucking meth house, like a meth lab in the house, and it just fucking blew up. And I said it, it would be on par with with the current narrative. Ricin, meth lab. Um, but it doesn't seem to be a meth lab. It seemed to be an innocent older lady. So what um what yes just showed it it's apparently the twelve uh, year anniversary of the final game at the old Yankee Stadium. Really? Great speech. Yes. Great speech by the captain that night. Who hit the final home run in Yankee history at that, at that uh, ballpark? It was Molina. Uh, I think. Correct? Yeah. I mean, if you would have been able to guess that during uh, the game, you wouldn't. You're, you're going to have to color your uh, No, head, I, I did guess Molina. I did get that one. I thought Molina was you're the gonna have, first at the new one. No, Molina no, that was, was the that's last. Another catch, that's another catcher. That was Posada. See. Right. Posada was the first, okay. Molina was the last. How about we manscape your head instead of dyeing it? I would actually do that. I would prefer that. Oh, I forgot about that shit. Because you're moving in a few weeks. We got to get this shit over with. That's true. I am moving. I'm moving down to South Jersey, man. I can't wait to get the fuck out of here. So what are we going to do? We're going to go back to virtual, the three of us probably? Yeah, but I we're going to have a better drive, setup. You can drive down there every day if you want to. We're going to have nah, a better not. setup. If we're it, all going to we have do it on Saturdays. Cameras. If we do it on Saturdays, I would, but not on a Sunday. Yeah, we're all going to have better cameras. We're going to have we're going to record our audio, be able to do it remotely. So everything's great quality. Going to get Christian and you a fucking Wi-Fi extender so your Wi-Fi doesn't suck. And we'll be fucking up and running. we got a couple weeks left. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
I'm just going to X out of this Yankee game at this point. You can. Uh, Gritchick just made it 10 to 1. I mean, Christian could just keep us updated at this point. Yeah, I mean, you don't like the Yankees going, uh, winning 10 in a row and then laying two stinkers back to back. Uh, yeah, but you do but, like that they clinched at least. What do you call it? <clears throat> As we get the show actually underway here and start rolling, um, the Yankees did clinch uh, Sunday, right? Today's Monday. I'm so confused. Today uh, is Monday, yes. The Yankees clinched. They got the backdoor clinch, I guess you can say, or they snuck in the back door. The Padres beat the uh, Mariners, which gave the Yankees the uh, the berth into the postseason. The Yankees lost to the Red Sox. What was the final yesterday? Ten to two or something like that? Yeah, ten one, ten two. I mean, what an atrocious day for New York sports on uh, Sunday. Yeah, they lost ten to two. Uh, Eric Kratz made his, uh, I don't know, he made his Yankee pitching debut. I'm not sure if he ever pitched before in the major leagues. He's got a pretty solid knuckleball. Did you see that knuckleball? I actually didn't. I missed the entire game yesterday because I was driving the whole day. I mean, there's really and there's really nothing that you needed to see. I know. Did you hear that? The, the One of his former teammates for the Pirates, uh, Arg. They, used, they were thrown together one day back in the day when they were both on in the, in the system, and he was throwing the knuckleball, and he said, I swear this pitch can get someone out in the show. Wow. Turns out he was right. Wow. It was a nice pitch, yeah. dude. It, didn't, it, it, it wasn't spinning. That, that was a dipper of a... Is Eric Kretz still better than Sanchez? What's the, what's the verdict mm. right now on Sanchez? Do we like him? Do we, does he suck? Who? Sanchez. I don't know. There's a lot we got to unpack here regarding the catching situation, but let's get into this first. The Yankees are in. Uh, I mean, just remarkable that two weeks ago we were actually questioning whether or not this team would actually make the postseason. When yeah. They were 21 and 21. Uh, they're going to fall to eight over now. They got back to their high water mark at 10 over. Um, there's still things left to play for. There's still six games left in the season after tonight. I mean, they're down ten to one in the sixth. This is probably going to be one of those games where they, you know, you just you can just chalk this up to an L here. Yeah. Um, they got it right now. Uh, let me check this, the scores as we're sitting here around nine thirty on uh, Monday night. The Rays are beating the Mets, so the Mets aren't going to offer any help for the Yankees and their faint chances of getting the AL East because the Mets are trashed them. You know, does that piss you off that the Yankees aren't going to win the division? Not, not really. Do you think the Rays are a better team than the Yankees, or do you think it was really just came down to just a shitty stretch at a shitty time for the Yankees? Yeah, it was just I don't know bad I, timing. Bad. The, the the Rays played the Yankees at the opportune most opportune time for them, uh, for Rays I should say. Although the Yankees, you know, I don't know. They had Garrett Cole on the mound a couple of times against the Rays, so there's really not. There's not a lot of excuses there when you have a when you throw Tanaka yeah. and Cole out there against uh, against the Rays. Um, but the the Twins are off tonight. Right now, even before this game is officially over, the Twins are sitting in the fourth spot uh, due to a higher winning percentage. They actually the Yankees have a game in hand after tonight. Still, I believe um, they'll have one extra game to play. I believe if they finish tied, unless the Yankees really. You know, I don't I don't know what it is exactly, but as of this weekend, if they finish tied, the Yankees would get the series at home due to a better divisional record. Uh, I don't know how that would change if they now that they lost. 
We're just going to say they lost tonight. If they if they surprise us and come back here in the final three innings, that'll be a, that'll be a good thing. But well, now they lost back to back division games. We don't, I don't know how that's changed. Um, but it's in regardless, it's they're lined up right now to play the Twins. It's important that they finish ahead of the Twins. Yeah, they need I this agree. series to they need this series to happen at Yankee Stadium because I believe last. Again, I don't know how this updated since Saturday, but Saturday, do you know who had the second best home record in Major League Baseball, or at least the American League? Do you know who had the second best home record? The Twins. The New York Yankees. You know had the best home record? Ah, the Twins. I thought the it was going to be the other way around. Uh, the Yankees' East record after tonight, if they do lose, is twenty-two and fifteen. The Twins right now twenty-one and seventeen. Do so we have home road records on there? Better than the loss. Uh, yeah. We got uh, no, no, they don't have it on there. Might be in the standard one. I just what'd you yeah, say that was right, Christian? Right. Home, as home they were uh, tw- they're twenty one and seven yeah, at was home because I was in and out on the Yankees yeah. yesterday. They were getting blitzed early, and I was I was checking in on the football too. So Minnesota it was definitely Saturday. Minnesota has just five losses at home this year. They're twenty one and five. All right, so, you know, we've had Sweeney Murdy on the show before, and, you know, I don't want to bash Sweeney, but this is a pretty stupid tweet here. Uh, I, I also don't want to be disrespectful to uh, the Minnesota Twins reporter for MLB.com. Uh, I'm going to say his name how I think it, it should be pronounced. Do Hung Park. Uh, Channel Park. The, no, it's not Channel Park. Uh, tweeted earlier today that the Twins have beaten uh, Bieber, Giolito, and Darvish in three consecutive series, and then tweet and then Sweeney tweets, uh, "Keep this in mind if if it's Cole versus the Twins next week." Listen, I, am I supposed am I supposed to be scared? No, no. And this am is, I supposed to be scared by by that? Like, no. And, and it's no disrespect for, to the Twins, like you said, but you got to look at the history, man. Even when the Twins are are a great ball club. They're the fucking, the Yankees are the Minnesota Twins kryptonite and the Twins are the Yankees medicine to, to just, when they need a win, you play the Twins. That's it. Well, Joan, I mean, you know, Cone was saying, you know, what his mom, Joan Cone believes in do. <laughs> yeah. It's probably been, so it's been what? I think since 2009 was probably, or, or did they sweep in 2009? No, they swept. When's the last time the Twins won a friggin' playoff? I tweeted game? it last year. Series. Yeah, I tweeted it last year how many games the Yankees had on them in the playoffs. Um, but to me, if 2020 could ever be the shittiest it's ever going to be, it would be the Yankees losing to the Twins for the first time ever in a playoff series. But I don't get Sweeney's tweet, dude. Like, what? what's the point of saying that? Look, they beat three aces, so now Cole should be rocking in his boots. Like, oh, please, Skip, don't don't throw me against the Twins. They, yeah. beat, they beat you Darvish last night. Or maybe, most- or maybe he was saying, like, keep that in mind for when Cole pitches. If Cole fucking mows him down, you know, he might be one of the... I think he was just trying to say, like, Hey, Yankee fans, be scared. The Twins nah. beat three aces already. You're just not going to be scared of the Twins, first of all. And second of all, when you have a guy like Garrett Cole on the mound, you're just not scared of anyone. Wonder Look, why? Because he's not scared of anyone. I don't think the Twins have the pitching. even. In, I mean, anything can happen in a three-game series, especially if uh, the Yankees are going to be on the road. I just don't see the Twins having the starting pitching to beat the Yankees, and that's what it's going to come down to. If the Yankees are going to throw out Cole and Tanaka in games one and two, well, who's it, 
let's say the season's on the line and you got to throw out a third pitcher, man. This is one of our topics here. Who is that guy for you right now? Well, you know, it's funny you bring that up because I I ran a poll last night and this is what we're going to get into right now. Uh, if game three of the wild card round, the season's on the line, and I, I picked the perfect time to do this because recency bias is yes. awesome. I oh, love it's awesome. It. I love it. I love exploiting it. Uh, and who do you want to start that game, Hap or Davey Garcia? Did you see the results of the poll? Um, I did somewhat because I did vote. But before we get to the results, can you tell me who you would choose and can we go around on who we would choose? And 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 we're allowed to say like we need to see one more start from from each of them. Yeah, as of right now. As of right I, now. It's funny that I just made I just picked on people that recency bias, but I think I'm a lot more level headed than a lot of people on Twitter are. Uh and I don't know, man. I think I got to give the ball a hap. Short leash, though. Yeah. Super short leash. And I think, well, read your tweet because your tweet was a little more specific than just saying game three. Wasn't it with the with the season on the line at this point? Well, yeah, game three. Oh, right. It's only best around. of two. Right. It's only best of three. So um, for me, I actually voted Garcia, but I think I was a little premature in clicking that because I really, they'll each get one more start. Yeah, because it's going to be Cole Tanaka, and then uh, I believe it's going to be Garcia or Hap Garcia, Hap and then Garcia, they'll probably yeah. go. They'll probably go Montgomery to close out the season. And isn't this, you know, you hate Jordan Montgomery, so you're no, you're probably in love with the fact. You're probably in love with the fact that he's not even really in consideration for the game to restart. No, I don't hate Jordan Montgomery, but he doesn't have that blowaway stuff, and I think that's the reason why he wouldn't be considered right now. I don't think he's really pitched bad this year. But he never has that blow-away really stuff. Great. I no. Don't think he's, ever, I, he's definitely five out of five. Yeah. And and for me, I chose Garcia because, again, in, re, in reality, I need to see one more start. But for me right now, I'm handing the ball off to the kid who's, who's going to be my future. And to the kid who has proven, yeah, he might have had a bad start his last time out, but He's proven that he's not phased by anything. And you know what? I think handing the ball to a to a kid like that who's on top of the world and has all the confidence in the world, you're going to get a much better result than a guy who has the has the weight of the world on his shoulders in J Hap where he knows he has he has to he's expected to be that veteran out there who is going to mow it down and whatever. The only reason why it's tough to say right now is because J Hap has really been that good. I mean, how quickly things dust, change. I don't, I don't know. You want to call it a dust up or he had that altercation, not even the word. Whenever he, when he got smart with the media, yeah. when he said, figure it out why I'm not pitching. Yeah, he stirred the since pot. Then, since then, outside of the Met game where he blew that 4 nothing lead, he's been really good. And even he in had, that game, even in that game, I know the circumstances sucked. He blew a 4 nothing lead, but he only gave up four runs. And and you take that every day out of half. Didn't he go seven innings that game or six innings? He might have pitched five, to be honest with you. Well, regardless, are you not taking as as what you expect out of half? Are you not taking four runs out of him when he goes yeah, out there? When we're, yeah, but in a winner take all game, your season's on the line. Well, you exactly. To, the the bar has been raised now. Exactly, and I think for me, if I'm gonna lose that, I'm see, I'm thinking of it more of if I'm gonna lose that game. I don't want to lose it with the guy on the mound who has 
proven that he's definitely fallen off. And yeah, he's had a great season. He really picked it up in his last handful of starts. He's been amazing. But you know what? If I'm going to lose it, I want to lose it with my future on the mound right now and a kid who I think the world of, and I know the Yankees do. Uh, for me, I'm going Garcia. But again, it's got to come down to that final start. The reason I would go with Hap is is experience, is, is the fact that he has that experience. And when off the top of my head, when you think of that young pitcher that hasn't proven himself getting the ball in at least the first round of the playoffs. I'm thinking of Sean Manaya last year. I think it was Sean Manaya mm-hmm. uh, for Oakland against the Yankees, and it was quick. He was given up dinger after dinger against New York. He was pulled. I don't yep. even know if he made it out of that first inning. If if Davey's going to go out there, it's going to oh, be... Sean Manaya. That was two years ago. That might have been Sean two Manaya years ago. Oh, yeah, because they won the division. They won the division uh, last year, so it was it was two years ago. Yeah, but he didn't pitch in the wild card game. He was injured. The Yankees. No, he uh, did. He he Oakland pitched. Oakland won with it. Oakland won with an opener in the wild card. All right. Game. Well, then maybe it was what? Well, it it was last year's wild card game. Then it, it it was the Oakland Athletics, yeah. and they lost. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. He yeah, didn't I pitch against confused. the Yankees. I know okay. that. All right. Yeah. It was it was that it was that first round wild card game, and he got lit up. I could see that happening with Garcia, especially against a power group like mm. that. Where like if he goes out and he pitches the way he did against Boston, where he's leaving everything up, it's going to be five nothing by the end of the first inning. So I'm going with the more reliable guy. I know Hap gave up a lot of home runs last year, but I'll, I'll take the chance on Hap. And if he's really struggling, short leash, you go right to Chad Green in the first or second inning. But it, it's the experience that gives Hap the edge for me. And his play of, of late and this entire year has been very, very good. He's been arguably the best starter for the Yankees this year. So. I think you can argue, too, that depending on who they're playing, I mean, we know Garcia has some electric stuff and then has that really nasty changeup where you can really play matchup and say, look, who, which pitcher is going to match up with this lineup better um, depending on, you know, well, here, their weaknesses. Well, here, let's go, let's go to some of the comments here. At Mr. Wyclef uh, tweets, uh, Hap, the Twins are slugging under 400 versus left-handed pitching this year. He says, although that does come with the caveat that Josh Donaldson hasn't played this year. But uh, no, that makes that you sense. Said, you, look, you want to look at matchups, they're slugging under 400 against uh, lefties. You know, I always forget Hap's a, a yeah. lefty, and, and that play definitely is going to play I a big role. I will say this, though, with the Twins. I was looking into that to see if there was some some more to it. Look at the at-bat totals the Twins have versus righty. They have they've they have 1,287 at-bats. Guys, we're back in it. The Yankees got to run. They nice. have 1,287 at-bats against righties. They only have 483 at-bats versus lefties. So uh, you can't you can't measure are they better against lefties versus righty when it's that big of a discrepancy in the in the totals. That's yeah, triple the amount. That, but, you yeah, know, but you got to look at that they haven't seen a lot of lefties, so maybe yeah. that also, also works to the Yankees' advantage in that situation. And you still can take it in in isolation there, where you say okay. They haven't faced a lot of lefties, but when they did, they really haven't had any success. Yeah, but they they still they're still a pretty damn good team against lefties. Eleven home runs. If you're gonna prorate those numbers and oh, and compare the them to the right to, to verse righties, it's not gonna compare. Seven. No, it wouldn't. Two not in the seven. not in the power number. So yeah. Almost oh, ri- yeah. I tried to rip the radio out of my car today when Kay was making that point. 
It's two point seven for nah, every win. Like shut just the fuck shut up. up. It's, it's, it's just not. Shut up, but then you have guys like Nelson Cruz and Josh Donaldson in that lineup against lefties. One bad pitch. So it's a it's a tough move. You could even see them going with Chad Green over both of those guys and just go opener. You could. Yeah, but but you don't want to do that with these with these no with no no days off. Here, well, here's the here's what I want to bring up next because we're gonna read some more comments here and, and react off of those. Uh, you. One of you said that quick hook go right to Chad Green, right? So at Yankees Libero 7 tweets Hap, but you have Garcia caddy him. No, I'm no, no you can't Honestly, do that. Uh, with Cole going game one, you're anticipating you're using one, one reliever. You're going Cole to Chapman. In game one, you have you to. Don't yeah, need that. You, you have I to mean, anticipate you that. You have to. You, I mean, you can't really look at it thinking anything else. That you're because if Cole get you want Cole to get you into the eighth inning, and you're not gonna you're not gonna dick around. You're gonna go right to your closer right, at that right. point. And you, yeah, and so then, you're you saying know, Chapman for like two innings, maybe an inning and third. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll tell you whatever. what. Yeah, I agree. I'll but tell you what. With Tanaka, Tanaka will need some bullpen help. If he gives you six, you're gonna take it and go to the bullpen. So you'll have you'll still have your rested bullpen. For t- game three, so Chad Green should be ready to go at a moment's notice. And honestly, you know, if Hap gives up, he gets nicked for two runs in the first inning, and he's got runners on the corners with one out. I'm going to Chad Green. There's absolutely no way I'm bringing in in Davy Garcia at that point. Maybe you want to give da- you want Davy Garcia to give you a couple runs there, but he's not my first option out of the no. bullpen. Hear me out. Hap. Hear me out for a second. Let's say the Yankees win Game One and not only win it, but Garrett Cole, like we just said, goes eight innings. We don't use anyone out of the bullpen except Chapman. We close out the game. Do you possibly think about saving Tanaka for if you need him for game three or you hope that you win game two, you have your full bullpen loaded, and if you do, then you save Tanaka to start the next se- the next series? No, you got to win. I know you got to win, but you can still win with a you can still win with a loaded bullpen. I don't know if you were on this show. You might it might be one of the weeks that you were powdering your nose and you didn't come on. Uh, But Ryan, I know Ryan and I definitely discussed this that uh, the possibility of saving Garrett Cole not pitching him in Game One. You got to you got to win. You can't mess around. I would never think about that. I didn't say save Garrett Cole. Yeah, but no, people have brought that up that you don't pitch no. your ace in game one. That would in the be best so dumb. That would be idiotic. There's a drop off after Tanaka, though. So I'm you, only saying this know, because I, I of think, the no days off. I th- yeah, okay. I think Cole and Tanaka are on a different level than the rest of these guys in the rotation in terms of, of who you rely on and who you trust. So I, I don't see how you cannot go with those two for the first two games. I I like how you're thinking, though, that, going, but you can't plan ahead like earlier. that. Yeah, but if it you you want Tanaka for a, an elimination game for that game three, but you can't you can't look ahead too much when when your top two pitchers are much better than your bottom three but, pitchers. But just hear me out Not for much a better, second. But established. If you win that game and don't use your bullpen in game one, and then you go to Tanaka game two and he doesn't have his his good stuff, which he normally does in the postseason, you got to expect that he will. And then you blow through him, and now we're in that situation where we talked about last year where if the Yankees got to a Game 7, you don't really have anyone to pitch. Mm-hmm. And and yes, again, I know Hap has really turned his season around, but in that instance, because Game 2, and again, it would be completely reliant upon Cole winning and going deep into that game, wouldn't you rather have Hap 
or Garcia pitching game two where you have a fully rested bullpen, you can go right to Chad Green. You can bring guys in early like Britain and and Adovino and and you know whoever else. And then in game three, if you can't win that game two, at least you have a guy on the mound that you know can can really yeah, put down a team. Would, yeah. Well, why not do that in game two? And then by the time you're ready to roll, uh, I believe that you should be able to go to Gary understand. game one. I understand. But what I'm saying is in game two, if that doesn't work out, if Tanaka doesn't work out in game two, you've blown through your bullpen now in game two. And then in game three, you're throwing someone out there who you don't expect to last that long. And now you don't have a, a, a fresh bullpen. Again, I, I understand it. And I wouldn't be saying this if it was normal circumstances of days off and, and not playing all these games in a row. But I'm saying it because of possibly having to adapt to this new schedule. No. I, and listen, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying that I would absolutely say yes. I'm just bringing up the point to just to dis- mm-hmm. discuss it at this point. Yeah, you know what? If I'm up one nothing, I'm not playing games. Not not in the best of three. Yeah, and I and I ultimately I agree with you. Ultimately, I agree with you. So we called Guardy out about the turtleneck, and he's still wearing it. Damn, is thing. he still wearing that? Cold out there. Yeah, Clinch punched him in the face, bro. He could. He'd get away with it now. He's on, he's riding high. All right, so let's read some other uh, some other tweets here about the. Uh, what are we talking about Garcia and uh, Hap? The fact that uh, the fact that I'm even considering starring Jay Hap in a fucking winner take all game it makes me sick. To I my know, stomach. I know. I mean, it shouldn't because I always say like I'd rather be wrong than right when a Absolutely. player sucks. So I mean, it's it's a good thing that he's pitching well. I'd rather have him pitching well than pitching poorly. Sure. Uh, so what? Because no, we didn't say this. Seventy three percent of fans voted in this. That voted in his poll want have to start game three. So you know what you should do? Wait until their wait until their final starts, and let's see if Garcia has a dominant start. And regardless of what Hap does, let's see if Garcia has a dominant start, and then run the poll again, rerun the the same exact poll, and see if the if that swings the votes. I guarantee you it will. Here's a good tweet here. Here we go. At Martin underscore M underscore Tom. It's like way too many underscores, bro. But he says, my automatic reaction is Hap. I think it's because if they were to blow it, I'd rather have Yankee fans ridicule Hap on Twitter than Davey Garcia. Yeah, I mean, I get that too, but (laughs) I I, I do. I get that too. Like if I'm going to hate someone, I'd rather hate the guy who then won't be here anymore than the guy who I expect to be an integral part of this rotation next next season. But how awesome would it be if he goes out and that's how I look at throws it. a gem. That's I mean, how I you're look solidifying at it. your that's start. That's absolutely how I look you at know? it. Yeah. All right. Well two more here. DJ Heat forty two. Hap has redeemed himself after being called out. He's never had a chance to start another game to redeem himself after pitching in Boston. Uh, we will no doubt need Garcia to start a game eventually with no days off. And uh, Don Cicadio. Cicadio. Uh, I say Hap, and not because of Garcia's performance today, Sunday, uh, but in my opinion, I go for experience over Hap, uh, experience which Hap has over Garcia. Yeah. Hashtag the fellas. Well, with I, I agree with Don Cicadio, and I agree with Ryan in the sense of my ultimate decision 
wouldn't just be based on Hap turning a season around. It it would ultimately be the experience. And I think experience is such a huge part of of any postseason run. So ultimately, I think I agree with that. We should have Don Cicadio on the show one day. I'd love but to have him on. You know what, too? We got to get her. We got to get her weekly glory update in here. Okay. <laughs> a, a lack of experience also means that a little the, naivety. The, the well, the twin, Naivete. the, the, the Naivete. veterans of the twins haven't seen Garcia as much as mm, they've probably that's true seen too. And, we, and the twins are a team built on veterans. They're I mean, built on Nelson Cruz. And we and see how much Josh like Thompson. a team like the Yankees struggle when they yeah. when they haven't really seen a guy who and, who's got good and the stuff. twins and Yankees are very similar teams in that sense. Yeah. They strike out a lot. They they rely on the home run. Yeah, that's a great point. But too. I, I just I still would go with Hap. So uh, we got to get our weekly glory update. So, glory is famous. Glory is more famous than any of us are. Absolutely. So, uh, after I tweeted that the Yankees clinched, uh, our boy at stadium status tweets, told Gloria there will be more baseball after the regular season ends, and she said she's happy for us losers. Hap. Hap. She's happy for us losers. Thanks, Gloria. Ryan, pack your fucking bags, dude. Just kidding, Gloria. Chris, Chris is Chris is moving. You might as well move too. You can move down with me. Actually, uh, Ryan lives in Florida, so. Oh, nice. Now, don't leave Florida for Jersey, uh, please. Uh, I don't know. Uh, please don't. Please don't ever uh, do that. Uh, so I don't know. It's a uh, Florida, Jersey. The humidity yeah. might kill me down in Florida. Like I'd probably be dead by now. But don't leave. Don't leave. Uh, next time, are we ready to go to our next topic here? Because, because I had some shots fired at me last night. Oh, so that, that's cool. The Yankees get a run back, and then they immediately give uh, to this guy who is this Alejandro Kirk, bro. He's a uh, he's a he's a rather large fellow. And, is that uh, the guy who looks like uh, who who did we say, right? Don't don't look, bro. Kendris Morales. Kendris Morales. Whatever you do, don't say that he works at Taco Bell. Okay? Okay. He won't do that anytime soon. All right. So um, ESPN, I watched a lot of the uh, Twins and Cubs game uh, on Sunday Night Baseball, mainly because like I just have zero to ne- next to zero interest in the NFL right now. Uh, I paid a little bit of attention to the Giants yesterday. Uh but that's because it's my team, and I still really <laughs> didn't even care that much. Sucks for but, Bar- Barkley, by the way. Yeah, How fucking awful, dude. Yeah, I mean, torn ACLs suck. I mean, yeah, you know running right back. Away. I really like him. I think he. I I really like him as an athlete. I think he's a great, great player, great guy. That really fucking sucks, and I hate the Giants. Okay, so recovers. for me to say that. He seems like a good guy. Hey, Rod, did you hear what happened in, in Philly yesterday? Yeah. How the hell did that even happen that Carson Wentz gets booed without fans? <laughs> Are you kidding me? How? What was it? There was Carson people in Wentz the lot? A, he, Carson Wentz threw an interception, and the guy controlling the fake crowd noise <laughs> That's awesome. Boos. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, they got to simulate what it would be like, right? Listen, I, I called out the guy in uh, at, at Camden Yards for not being realistic. And not fucking playing cheers when the Yankees hit a home run out there. Didn't we just say we're going to Chad Green right after if Tapper Garcia gets yeah yeah what's he getting? Who's on the fucking mound right now? What's he getting? Fucking he's imploding. Alejandro Kirk giving up home runs in a ten nothing ball game, ten two ball game. 
It's all right. I still, Chad Green I still has have a different side stuff. though to him in the playoffs. Yeah. He's got a playoff green. Yeah, playoff green. He, man, he doesn't manscape those balls in in, in the postseason. That's He's got to take is. those balls out on the mound, manscape them up, use our promo code MIYSD20, mm-hmm. and show them. I'll, I'll tell you what. You want to do an act of solidarity on Sunday, uh, this coming Sunday, I'll, I'll manscape, and then no more manscaping uh, until playoffs are over. Deal. All right, deal. I'll do that too. Uh, Same. All right. So last night during Sunday night baseball, and this I don't know why I let these things bother me, but I just thought it was so stupid. It was. Uh, ESPN ran uh, a poll uh, uh, about the American League AL MVP, the American League AL. Jesus Christ, the AL MVP race being redundant there, uh, and their four choices were Jose Abreu, Nelson Cruz, Mike Trout, and a fucking pitcher. As great as he is, uh, Shane Bieber. <laughs> and, you know, my immediate reaction is, where the fuck is Luke Voigt? Look, can we just confirm how there's a fucking Yankee bias with yes. with these vote with this voting? Like, at this point, though, haven't we seen enough history to know that even just for entertainment purposes on a poll like that, leave the pitcher off of it. I'm not saying Shane Bieber won't be up for MVP also, but... In in this instance, when you're comparing a bunch of offensive guys for entertainment purposes, why would you include Shane Bieber in that conversation over over a guy like Luke Voigt, who has been the talk of leave, baseball the last few weeks? Well, just to leave a Yankee off the list, that's why. And so and so, I mean, I, you tweeted something. I guess you tweeted that, and then someone tweeted back at you and said, "Because Luke Voigt isn't even the best player this year on the Yankees." It's DJ LeMayu. And I hate him for, not for his argument, because I called him out on on some of the shit he was saying to me. He was screenshotting that DJ had a better war than than uh, than Luke Voigt. And as a Yankee fan, is that, that's the argument you're using? Right. And, and so... Because, I mean, do we have to go down the two set, 2017 exactly. again? And I didn't even take it that far. All I did was I said, okay, so by your logic, because this is the only argument you're bringing up, by your logic, you're telling me Luke Voigt is better than Mike Trout. And he said, no, I never said that. And I screenshotted both of their wars. And Luke Voigt has a higher war than Mike Trout right now. And then he at least elaborated more and made me see his side a little bit more. But at this point, I'll look, look if you want to take all the advanced analytics and the saber metrics, whatever, that's fine. But you got to look at the raw stuff first. And when you have a guy who has the same amount of runs scored as DJ LeMayu, but has double the amount of home runs and double the amount of RBIs, I start there. And and then I'll take in other things if I need to. But I start there. And and when I see that, it's Luke Voigt all day. It's Luke Voigt all day for me. And and I hate I hate this guy not for not for his argument because I think he made some fair points. I hate him for making me have to put down DJ LeMayu because I fucking love DJ LeMayu. And I think he's a much better baseball player than Luke Voigt. But right now, you got to give the nod to Luke Voigt if you're going to say who's the Yankee MVP. Yeah, I mean, the guy's playing on one foot. I one mean, I foot. Bet you, I, bet you, I bet you if you if you saw him in the locker room and he took his cleats off, he might not even have a foot. He might not. He might, he he might, might just not. be a stump at this point. He might not have a foot. 
I mean, every time you watch the guy around the bases, you're just like, you're saying to yourself, he's not coming back out there. No. And, and every time he does. And I, and I said this to, to Ryan the other day, when you, when you look at the value he's bringing and it's not diminishing, it's only getting better. You let him keep going out there and he doesn't want to be on the IL. Maybe if the Yankees solidify a little more of where they're going to seed, you give him a few days off before the regular season's over to rest a little. But you know what? The guy's going out there. He's fucking durable. He's 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 playing on the broken foot, whatever the fuck it is. And you keep throwing him out there. And you got to give a lot of respect to Voight in that sense over anyone else. Yeah, I mean, if the Yankees are going to push one guy to be an MVP candidate this year, I think you'd have. I think you got to give it to Lou Voigt. I mean, he's just been in the lineup day in and day out. Uh, I mean, he's had what one day off in in, yeah. in his whole entire stretch. And Ryan Ryan cried about it. He was like, "Oh, why got to sit with Voigt today?" Yeah, let's think of it like this, right? Let's just say, <laughs> let's just say, because of COVID, every team could only nominate one pitcher and one position player for the all-star game, if they were going to do an all-star game, who would your position player be for the Yankees? Luke Voigt. It's Luke Voigt. Is it not? Again, I hate that we have to talk shit yeah. kind of about DJ, I, I mean, but I how really, are you going to tell me it's not Luke Voigt? I don't know, man. It's, it's, I don't know. MVP look, and all-star look, is kind of a different thing. I'm just saying we're talking not, about nominating don't a guy. They, don't, they just, the, the average fan or... Fucking people who vote on this stuff don't care that a guy has 49 RBIs in 49 games. Do you know what he said to me? He goes, he goes, if you're just looking at RBI, they don't matter anymore. What? See, that's why they need to Look, change the name of the award. It, it can't be most valuable player. It doesn't work bro, that way. You and I are on the same page with this. I don't like analytics, and it's because of stuff like this that RBIs are a diminishing stat, just like batting averages, because it it's RBI should almost be more of a team stat because it, it, you know, who's to say that if player X was, you know, player X might have 70 RBIs and player Y might have a hundred, but player Y might have more RBIs just because of where he is in the lineup and the I guys on in front of him have, you know, given more opportunities. That's not to say player I get X it, would but, have a hundred, but here's, and, here's where they lose me because you just said RBIs and batting average don't matter. And I agree that batting average does not mean anything to me, but those same people will rip Gary Sanchez for only batting one thirty, right? So pick a side here. Does batting average matter or not? The only glaring difference where I give LeMayhew the edges on base percentage, <clears throat> LeMayhew is, OBP is 418. Luke Voice is 348. Okay, but here's where I can use the counter argument that Christian just gave me about being in at that point in the order. DJ's been leading off, mm-hmm. right? So he's got all these guys behind him. He's getting on base a lot more. He's seeing better pitches. After sure. Luke Voigt, you're not seeing as many big bats in that lineup. Uh, so, so well, he only bats a spot after the majority that. of probably the last three or four weeks. Yeah, it was really DJ and Boyd and nobody else in that lineup. I mean, you're going to Guardy and just oh, three hitter. And yeah, but see, like, was, I mean, I don't know what Boone was smoking that he had Mike fucking Talkman in cleanup or whatever the hell he was doing. That's another. I, mean, I like to I like to see the analytics sheet that said Mike Talkman should be hitting three or four in his fucking lineup. That's that another thing see. that the analytics doesn't show, though, Chris. That's a great point that. It doesn't show how certain players are protected by other players, yeah. and therefore their 
their statistics are elevated because of that. Because Luke Voigt's hitting behind LeMahieu, LeMahieu has a better chance of getting on base. Here's what I here's what I'm going to vow to do because I think it's important for what we do. I in this offseason, I'm going to take a lot of time and really understand to understand these saber metrics, whether I agree with them or not, I'll at least try my best to understand them fully so that if someone comes at me with that kind of argument, I have more ammo at that point. But here's, here's what I don't, here's what I don't like about some of them. And I, and you know, some of the more popular ones I've had, I've have read up on because you should really know what they are about, but OP OPS plus, right. Yes. That's that makes everything on a level playing field. So it takes out, ballpark differences right basically that everybody was playing in the same in the same uh stadium or whatever but you know dj mayu to his credit is hitting home runs at yankee stadium because he's learned how to make his home ballpark an advantage for him he shouldn't be penalized for that no and i agree with you because the Yankee, each team, if you have a good general manager, a good scouting department, you're scouting and recruiting these guys and building them and nurturing them to, to be players that are going to be most effective in the stadium that you play most of your games in. I mean, the Yankees have done it for how many years now? I mean, if DJ LeMayu's learned to go the other way and just poke one and porch somebody, you know, like he did against Toronto. He porched. He shouldn't get, he shouldn't get, uh, what do you call it? Like Mark yeah. demoted? Or, no, I agree. Demoted. You don't understand what I'm trying to say. Like that comes with being a smart baseball player. Absolutely. And, and that's why, that's where because they you lose got assholes like Aaron Hicks out there. They just want to fucking pull everything. Yeah. Like if Aaron Hicks learned to go the other way, he's got a double waiting for him every freaking time. Because yeah. no one's playing on the other side of second base when he's up because everybody knows all Aaron Hicks wants to do is pull the ball, especially at Yankee stadium when he's batting left-handed. So DJ LeMayu should get you should you should get rewarded for playing to playing to the dimensions in your own ballpark and learning how where the hits are. So right where that should be that that should that should be something you should be rewarded for. Where you just said OPS plus levels the playing field, and that's where their perspective is. The the guys who are are fighting for those types of analytics. In our perspective, it actually doesn't level the playing field. It actually doesn't at all. I think that the smart baseball players are going to adjust to to their ballpark. And I think the good baseball players who are able to do that are going to utilize that that skill. And and it really doesn't. But anyway, end of the day, are you in agreement with me that it would be Luke Voigt over DJ at this point? Yeah, I mean, and it's not to knock DJ Mayo I love the no. guy as much as anybody, but I mean, if like I said, if you're going to if the Yankees if, if the Yankees were allowed to push one guy as an MVP candidate this year, I think it's got to be Luke Voigt. Right. See, I define the term MVP as the most valuable. I know that's not how it's measured, but if you're talking most valuable, I mean, every single night Luke Voigt was carrying. So was LeMayhew, but yeah, but just look at the RBIs mm. and, and and the run scored. I mean, at that point, I don't care where you're batting in the lineup. Luke Voigt's driving in fucking runs, baseball. man. He leads major league baseball in home runs, in a, especially has, in a season. When the Yankees, everybody, everybody landed on the IL except for this guy, and he's got a, he he doesn't even have a foot. See, he has the same amount of home runs he had all of last year. He played 118 games last year. He's played 49 so see, far. See, here's this year. where here's where Ryan's right. It should be 
there should be two awards, most valuable player and best player in the league. Yeah. Because if you want to say best player and then you want to tell me DJ LeMayu, fine. But when you're talking about value, it shouldn't be based off of where they are in the lineup. And if this guy were in the lineup here, no, it should just be based off of production. Right, gimme production. And at that point, you're talking about a guy who has two times the amount of runs batted in. I don't care where he's in the lineup or who's ahead of him. That's your most valuable guy. If you want to have that argument, then just then bat DJ fourth and let him and let him do what Voigt did. Mm-hmm. But you're not. You're not there. So when you're taking the you, when you're taking most valuable, you have to look at the raw statistics. When you want to talk about who's the best, then fine. You can go into the saber metrics. And you can say, okay, well, really, if you want to look at the best, you have to level the playing field. And and he would be the best. But who's the most valuable to the Yankees? Luke Voigt. I'm looking at it. I'm staring at it right now. He's produced the most runs. He's hit the most home runs. And he has the same amount of runs scored as DJ LeMayu. So... That's it I mean, for me. I get, I get it. RBI, there, there's runners on base, and you know that's not a, a fair stat, but you still have to drive them in. Barry yeah. Bonds was taking steroids, but he still had to hit 73 home runs. Like it's still impressive. Bombs. It's still impressive just because Bombs. you know people are on base. He's still getting it done, and his head got so big. Mm, I loved it. Well, uh, unless there's some of that uh, Simpsons tonic that Ken Griffey took. In that episode, uh, down Scran, we know whose head is not getting big driving in runs at the major league level, and that's Miguel Andujar. The motion bad, Miggy mad. Uh, yeah, I mean, we discussed this last week uh, when uh, you know we were talking about Judge Stanton and uh, Urshela and all these, you know, everybody coming back, and I think we nailed two or the three, we said it was going to be Nick Nelson who, you know, gave up like 84 runs tonight. Uh, Ford who is gone. And so it was Estrada and who should really, now that I think about it, Estrada should be here because Tyler Wade is useless. He's absolutely useless. Useless. Uh, Ryan's just sitting this one out here because he doesn't want to say anything bad. about. Yeah, I got to, I got to say though, Tyler Wade, when we're talking postseason, I, I have a different outlook on him. I think he's a very, very nice tag player. down at second though. He, he's a plus defender. Oh, he is, for I'm, sure. Yeah. I mean, he, he had a rough cute, weekend in Boston. Cutie tail. He's cute. All right, we're going to ignore your idiocy right there. And uh, so kid. Miguel Andujar was a surprise there that he got sent down. Uh, and I might have – I don't remember. Did I bring that up? Because there might not might have not have been a lot of at-bats there for Andujar once these guys came back. I thought it was a possibility. If I didn't say it on the show last week, I definitely thought it was a possibility. But – this is Miguel Andujar's agent after the demotion, and quote here, for him to not be playing Major League Baseball games at this stage of the year, especially after he's just demonstrated that he's physically still capable of giving a higher level, uh, high, uh, giving a higher level higher than average production, it's extremely frustrating not to be suiting up every night in New York. Although his dream from the very beginning was to do it in pinstripes that doesn't take priority over just playing baseball, Miguel Andujar should be playing for a major league team in a major league in, in a major league game tonight. Hey, I, I can't argue with him. I really can't. I mean, if if Miggy was getting sent down and playing in, in professional baseball games right now, man, I, I'd still have a problem with it, but at this point. Again, at this point in in his career, at this point in the season, how could you not want Miguel Andujar at least off the bench 
instead of a guy like like Nelson or King, I I just it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I didn't really have a problem with with the motion because I don't think there's going to be a lot of at bats for him. Plus, you're a Yankee Although, apologist, so I'm not a Yankee. I'm just apologist. kidding. Uh, I and I don't know what he's doing down there. I'm assuming that he's probably playing in sim games. He's probably getting more work down there than he would be sitting on the bench or you know wherever they make people stay during COVID in the, in some of these games. Uh, it sucks, he, especially that he, he turned the season around and he had he had gotten hot. But uh, now we you know we used to debate uh, did Clint Frazier have a future with the Yankees? And now we have to really sit there and think: Does Miguel Andujar have a future with the Yankees? Are they trying to protect him at this point? Are they trying to say, look, you gave us all the value we needed to build you up, and he could be a huge trade piece, especially like you said, Frazier doesn't seem like he's going anywhere anymore. Are they protecting themselves here with Miguel Andujar? Or are they truly just trying to get him as much work as possible because they do expect him to be on this playoff roster? I mean, to me, the the move makes sense until you look at your other decisions and, and you look at the other players who are here now. And I don't think when a guy was as hot as Miggy got, I don't think it hurts to send a guy down like Nelson and keep him on your bench and still find him at bats. You know you're going to be resting guys like Stanton a lot and down the stretch here now you're going to be resting Sanchez and you're going to be resting uh, Judge. You're going to find those at bats for him. You absolutely are. And, and that's where that's where I understand the frustration in his camp. I do. I mean, if he doesn't want to play here, get the fuck out. Yeah, listen. I don't have time for that. I don't have time to hear that shit, though, to be honest with you. Uh, oh, to I be fair, to that's play. not his statement. It's his agents. We've yeah, seen well, guys like Scott Boris make those calls all the time, and, and that was not from Miguel Andujar's mouth. Uh, la- uh, last well, 15 a- games for Andujar, 14 for 45, five ribbies, one dinger. That was uh, 311 batting average, 354 on base percentage, and a 467 slug. Yeah, well, He's you know what, bro? Nice if that's your if that, if your representative is speaking out of turn like that, you fire him. Right. And I didn't hear that Miguel Andujar fired his agent, so I'm sure he spoke on Miguel's behalf there. So, I mean, if you're unhappy, then you know, get 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 traded. I don't care. I don't have time for this. You know, if, well, if this is a business, Frazier- and it's his agent's it's his agent's job to play the field as he feels is best for his player and the value I mean, of his if player. I Frazier can, can act like an adult and so can Miguel Andujar. And I don't think Miguel Andujar has done anything wrong. Yeah, well, what he's saying? Clint like, Frazier himself made stupid decisions. Yeah, well, this is not the... I, I'm telling you right now, him and his agent had to have a conversation before his I'm not saying they didn't. Season. I'm not saying they didn't. But ultimately, when you're, if your agent says to you, look, I need to make this move because it's going to put you in a better position um, in, in whatever you know strategy the agent has in mind, then you listen to him. That's what you pay the guy for. Yeah, well, I'm telling you right now, Miguel Andujar, uh, you wanted to hear that Frazier was blocked and now he's, kind of, he's not blocked anymore. Uh, Andujar is blocked. Where is he playing? Yeah, and and like I said, are the Yankees protecting themselves now 
because they're they sent him away with his value at an all time high over the last two years. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's an all time high, but it is though because that, in, I mean, in the last two years he hasn't played. He can, he can hit again. Yeah, he's that's what I'm saying. He, can hit again. he didn't play all last year. Now he's showed he could hit again. Okay, see ya. Now every team out there is like shit. I kind of want Miguel Andujar. All right. Well, the point being is that he's not a he sucks in left field. Yes, sucks. And Clint and Clint Frazier is going to be your left fielder next year. All star. He turned into an all star fielder. Unbelievable. Adequate. No, he's been he, phenomenal. He's, he's been phenomenal. Gold, he's not going to win a Gold Glove out there. He's been phenomenal this year. And I, I we brought this up to Guardy, but I did want to bring it up real quick. Ryan's got the fucking run in there. <laughs> Because because Frazier has solidified himself, does that open up the possibility of the Yankees picking up Gardner's option for next year and giving him the proper goodbye? Because get you're not relying on him and you need the outfield depth. Get Mike Talkman out of here. Yeah, Talkman, come on. I'd rather have Gardy than Talkman at this point. I mean, really, like we're, last year we're sitting here debating like Gardy's expendable because Mike Talkman and Mike Talkman's saying like 230 with no home runs. guy can't even hit a goddamn fastball. And now you have Frazier and you have an outfield that gets hurt constantly. So I could see the Yankees picking up that option and giving Gardner, Gardner the proper goodbye next year, assuming yeah, that we'll have fans. Yeah, I mean, it, it's possible. And Yankee fans will flip the fuck out, but I'm telling you, it's probably going to happen, especially if they win a World Series this year. And I've said this before. Uh, really, in my opinion, Guardy's really only here because Hicks had Tommy John surgery. Yeah. They needed the insurance. Sure. I mean, it, and because he, he was signed before the pandemic. And are you so. not going to need insurance next year when, when Giancarlo Stanton proves time and time again that he can't stay healthy? When Judge yeah, is hurt again play, this year? But that's another, yeah, but that's another point. For why Miguel Andujar doesn't have a spot, let's you know, let's think positively that Stan's going to play 140 games next year. Where are they going to be at DH? Right, right. I Is agree. It? And you know, Gio Rochella has backed up 2019 with a really good 2020. I mean, he's definitely yeah. proven that he's your he's your everyday third baseman. 100. percent So I mean. It sucks. Everybody, we all fell in love with the guy in 2018. We we all think he should have won Rookie of the Year. We definitely think he got jobbed out on that one. But I mean, I you know think this is how fast things change. You get hurt, somebody comes and takes your sure. job. That's just the way it is. Uh, you know, uh, I'm sure Wally Pip feels real bad for him. Yeah, I'm sure he feels terrible. You know who Ray's we, officially you know, just won, by the way. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure that's that's pretty much it for the division. Uh, and just to wrap up the show here, uh, earlier today, uh, when the Yankees announced the rotation, uh, Garrett Cole is going to be starting Tuesday uh, against the Jays. That'll be his last regular season start. The Yankees gave him an extra day, because, him and Tanaka, because uh, heading into the postseason. Which I so like. That, uh, so uh, Tuesday and Wednesday for Cole and Tanaka, respectively, it'll be the last starts of the regular season. Uh, and you know, Boone said he's probably going to start Higashioka behind the plate, which will be, I believe, the fourth consecutive time that Higashioka's caught uh, Garrett Cole. I, I mean, is this this is officially a thing now, right? Fourth time or third? Because uh, I think it's been in his last two starts that he's been uh, pretty dominant, and uh, he's had Higgy behind the plate both times. I think it might be his third. But I could be wrong. So Tuesday. So now, while you look that up, Garrett Cole 
has the opportunity now in this final game to not only really mow down, uh, yeah. mow down the Blue Jays, yeah. but if he has a good game, if he throws a shutout or something, his ERA is going to drop into the twos. Cy Young. Which is what you like. And he can go seven and three on the season. More MVP votes than Voight. A whip under one. I mean. Yeah, I mean, you look at when he turned it on, too. That's right around the same time he turned it on last year. If so. you're looking at a full season, you're probably looking at a Garrett Cole That's dominance. Stud. So you got you got what you what you needed, but he's really got to. He's got to take it through the postseason now for you to feel really good about his first year in pinstripes. Yeah, I don't remember what what a reporter had the exact quotes from Boone. I could have sworn I saw four. It could be. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll try and find it while you fill some time here. Uh, but did you I know mean, that they played together too when they were kids? Here's a uh, Garrett Cole and Agashioka. Here's Cole's quote on. Uh, Pitching to Agashioka. I threw to Kyle when I was like 13 and 14, so it's kind of a trip. I think at this point, with the way he's swinging, wow. I might I might be his personal pitcher. <laughs> wow, I didn't know that. That's a pretty good quote. Yeah, they played. Uh, I think they played on some fucking AAU. Sorry, I'm cursing a lot tonight. It's okay. On some, AA, on some AAU team. Wow. Together I mean, before, for a couple I mean, games. Brian Hoke tweeted that it definitely sounds like this could continue into the postseason. Well, I I'm mean, fine with it because if you think about it, the game that Cole's going to pitch in the postseason, at least the one guarantee, it's going to be against the ace of the opposing staff, and Gary Sanchez is going to shit the bed against all the right. best pitchers. So this, on, on, this will baseball. be his fourth game, but his first game out of the four, Gary Cole got, got, uh, got the loss, he, but he did go six innings, only gave up one earned run. So... It was that it was that sixth inning where uh, I think Estrada had that error, and the game yeah, blew up. Yeah. So I mean, Garrett Cole's been pitching really well to him. I do it. So fuck it. Not even a question to me. I mean, if fuck he can, it. if he if he throws another gem with this guy behind the plate, then clearly I'm not saying he can't with Gary no. behind the plate. But if it's if it's working, why 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 change anything? Yeah, because it's kind of Gashioka. Yeah, but I mean, look at the numbers. I mean, do you really want? I mean, as as the Yankee organization, do you really want to throw gasoline on that fire? No, you really want to do that? No. I mean, the fans are the fans are like uh, they're like chum in the water. I mean, Gary's like chum in the water for a fucking shark as it is with these people. Yeah, but you're gonna you're gonna throw more in there. But then you do it, and it works out. Then the Yankee fans love it. If it doesn't work out, then you have a reason to never try it again. I think in the postseason, you'll see you'll see Gary behind the plate. It's going to be Agashioka in Game One. Nah, if if this can't. continues, you just can't. and what are you telling Gary Sanchez, bro? That Who in gives game a one shit. I'm post- sick of this shit with but, you but, guys. But hold on, what are we going to tell on. Gary? Not, He's a grown man, guys. It's not that. You tell for him me. that you got to play better, or you're going to get benched that, for Kyle Agashioka. That I'm fine with, but it's not about that to me. It's about That's the fact that you're paying. Garrett Cole, $324 million. It, mm-hmm. He better be able to pitch to any yeah. fucking catcher you put back there. And when you when you line up Gary Sanchez versus Kyle Higashioka, who I'm not putting down. He's no, he's no, had right. a good year. He had a three you home don't run. don't pay someone that much to have the a other day. And I know all the Yankee fans think he's better than Gary Sanchez. But 
Gary's still your guy right now. And if you're paying Garrett Cole $324 million and it's a playoff game, you better have Gary Sanchez in that lineup over Kyle Higashioka. And if you don't, the reason better be because Gary, Gary just sucks this year mm-hmm. and not because Garrett Cole needs him behind the plate. That's, That's all fair. I'm going to say. That's fair. I don't give a shit about what Gary Sanchez feels no. about it. No, I if don't they either. do make point. the move. He grow up so guys. bad. I, I don't Miguel care. Andujar and your agent grow up. Jay Happ grow up. Stop. You're grown men. I wish Happ You're never made those comments because I have a lot of respect for what he did this season, but I can't get over the fact that he, when he was shitting the bed, just decided to put all the blame on him, not getting, you know, on him getting skipped over the Yankees organization and his option instead of him not performing. Right, I don't disagree with what you're saying. I, I don't. Mm-hmm. It's just that the two to three guys are fucking expendable. And Miguel Andujar is expendable. Jay Happ is not going to be on this team next year. You still want Gary Sanchez to be right. a starting catcher for at least two years. And nah, you're I telling agree. him he's not good enough to start in game one of the postseason. I no, I I I agree with that. It doesn't it doesn't give a bad a good message, but at the end of the day, I'm trusting these guys to do whatever they have to do to try and get a friggin' World yeah. Series back here I, in over a decade. Look, and I it, think and if it means that Gary Sanchez gets his feelings hurt, then I'm all for it. I think to your point and where Christian could have argued and you would have agreed more would be it makes the Yankees organization look like shit. Like you're telling me Gary's your guy, but then you're going to sit him for fucking Kyle Agashioka sure. in game one of a playoff game. Sure. The Yankees need to throw their best hand out there and let the player fail at that point. And then they can justify letting him go or, or going with a different option at that point. Gary needs to be held accountable here. And the only way you hold him accountable is if you play him where he needs to play. And if he fails, that's on him. Look, okay. man, I just don't, I didn't like in 2009 when Jorge was on the bench for fucking Jose Molina. Cause AJ Burnett was a head case. Yeah. And he I agree. Only gave us a, I mean, I, we liked it I when A-Rod like, got benched for Raul Abanez and he hit a walk off or, or he hit a home run to tie it and then hit, but a that was based on the player himself. When that Molina was Chris, played, Chris, it was based, that was Alex Rodriguez. That he yes. was the best player on the New York Yankees. But it was based off of his performance alone. We're talking about now Molina playing because of the performance of AJ Burnett not being able to pitch to Jorge Posada. A Rod got benched because, because A Rod sucked. sucked. Yes, that's Gary what I'm Sanchez saying. would get benched because Gary. Sanchez And that's where sucked. I'm saying if that were the case, okay, that's why that. I would agree with you. Not He's because not being he should be. Because he don't sucked. don't right. bench okay. him. Okay, right. I, okay, don't bench him because not, my ace needs to throw to. Don't Kyle bench Agashioka. him. Don't bench A Rod because Raul Labanez. Here's what I'm hits saying: 400. If against. Kyle Agashioka is going to play game one, he should play game two and game three. Okay. Okay. If you're only playing him game one so that okay. your ace can pitch to him, I don't agree uh, with that. Agree. I agree. You're right. See that? Boom. Okay. See what uh-huh. I did there? I said you're right. Ryan's very lax in this show. I'm like, very lax. Really tired. Yeah, I'm just a bit tired. We're still hungover from the weekend. He just—he's—he's got the lean going. I felt like lean. leaning today because this this chair is not too comfortable. I'll try and fix it for you tomorrow. I got a lot of work to do Please. up here. So, but it's comfy if I lean. Lean with it. Another one. Speaking of Gary Sanchez, let's see what he does here. Tapper. Nah, yeah, Tapper. Is he gonna- you can't. You can't. You can't give Garrett Cole a personal catcher. And I don't think he wants one. And this, no, and it's with almost AJ a Burnett, knock on Cole. With A.J. Burnett, it was, he was literally right? like couldn't pitch to Posada. 
And you think Yankees, it's a slap in the face to get Garrett Cole if, if Kyle Higashioka is starting game let one? Let me tell you something. If the Yankees came out and said, we are playing Higashioka because we feel he that Garrett Cole performs better with him behind the plate, Garrett Cole would tell the Yankees out mm-hmm. loud that they can pretty much go fuck themselves, that he can pitch to anyone, and he loves having Garrett right. behind the plate because that's the type of player he is. So that would never happen. Yeah, but yes, I, it would be a slap in the I face. I wouldn't do it to at risk of... of Pissing messing, Cole off. Yeah, messing with Cole. Fuck it. Cole thinks he Cole knows he can pitch to anyone. Mm-hmm. And if he All can't, right, Gardy, it's on him. Gardy was on the shore. Let's see VNC game tonight here. What did Gary do? Strike on three pitches? Tapped it. Tapper. Tapped it. And he, Tapper. he ran hard. He ran hard out of the box. Yeah, he's been running. He's hard. been busting out of the box. It's like the that's like the least he can do this year. All right. Well, the least uh, we can do is uh, I don't know. What's the least we can do? Not do wrap show up, yeah. please. Uh, yeah. So uh, Yankees will uh, wrap up this series. They got three more against the uh, the Jays. Then here we go. Quarantine time. They don't even get to go home. They have yeah. to stay in a hotel uh, as they play the final three games at Yankee Stadium. Because anybody in play- in playoff positioning or still technically alive going into the final series has to quarantine. Uh, heading into the postseason, so the Yankees don't even get that home that advantage as they play in the Marlins. Um, so we can we can we can actually say the next time we record, all games will be will be finalized in Major League Baseball, and we can have a true uh, playoff preview. This is correct. Yeah, everyone plays at three oh five, right? Yes, I don't think there's any Sunday night baseball this week. So yes, everybody will be wrapped up by the time we record. Wow. I'm, I'm, uh, got through it, though. Sunday. Got through it. I'm I'm shocked. Well, didn't get through it yet. I should not, I yeah, should not have don't. said that. Dr. Fauci is expected major shutdowns. Dr. Go Fauci yourself might shut it down. All right, so we're going to wrap up here because Chris has a little homework to do. We we do want to get some new merch out. We're going to we're gonna pivot on something here. Uh, we still will get those Sterling shirts out, uh, but we're going to pivot on something and do something else first. Uh, hopefully, it'll be ready to go tomorrow. Uh, it really needs to be ready to go tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have it done. <laughs> it's a pretty simple design, but I think it'll be really cool. I think people will enjoy it, so we'll get that going. Uh, and I think that's uh, – who cares? Who cares uh, about the game? They lost. Okay, guys. They, I just want to see what Guardy's going to do here. I mean, if uh, you know, he stole, he stole a turtle. That's a mic up my play, guys. <laughs> right, you sound just like him, man. Yeah. Not it's wild. Not tonight. I didn't. <laughs> it's wild. All right. So, um, you know, I don't know. What do I usually do here? We wrap it up. Uh, and when we come back, we'll be talking about fucking postseason baseball. Yeah, I know. Pretty wild, man. Pretty wild that, you know, we, the season that we didn't think would ever get started. Uh, next time we record it will be over. And we'll but be damn, how, how quick does 60 games go? Quick. Damn. And Way too we'll quick. be talking about postseason baseball and uh, yeah, pretty crazy. So uh, th- thank you for listening to episode 194 of the NYYST podcast. Follow the show on Twitter at NYY Sports Talk. Follow us individually on Twitter at Christian underscore NYYST. Chris at Chris Jr. underscore NYYST and at Stack Guy Rye underscore NYYST. That's right. Uh, bookmark uh, NYYSportsTalk.com for uh the new merch the fan shop and uh i'm i'm out of things i'm out of plugging things go to manscape i'm actually not go to manscape nyyst20 get 20 percent off your order 
and free shipping. Is that correct? Free shipping too, baby. Uh, they, the, the, the tagline is your bulls will thank you. And so will your significant other. Yes. And us. And we'll thank you too. Yeah, we'll thank you too, but not for other, not for below the belt. Reasons, here's the deal. For, here's the so. deal for anyone I'll going for below the belt. Here's the deal for anyone going forward for the rest of September. If you go to manscaped.com and you place an order using MIYST20, you screenshot it that you used it and send it to us on Twitter <laughs> at MIY Sports Talk. We will give you access to a free shirt on our on our cool. fan shop. Awesome. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Sorry to Guardian didn't want to make the last out, so he walked. So let's wrap up before the Yankees officially lose this game. Uh, Stag guy, Rye. Go Yanks. Chris, say goodbye. Peace.